Welcome everyone to Creeps in the Crypt. This is Eric, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Christian. And Sam. Yay! So, I hope you guys are enjoying spooky season. I'm thriving in spooky season. Uh, We seem to be getting a lot of good feedback from the cryptids that we're covering. And to all our loyal listeners, thank you for sticking along with us through the cryptids we know you came for true crime on some some of the stuff and you, some of you came for the paranormal but we hope you're enjoying the cryptids we're getting there to the paranormal trust yeah it's on its way after the spooky season and some there might be some paranormal tonight maybe yeah but uh to our new listeners anybody that just found the show welcome welcome uh, make we sure like you new friends. Yes, we love new listeners. Share the show. Tell all your friends about it. We love that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, make sure you rate the show if you use Apple Podcast. Without further ado, let's get into uh, a little bit of an unknown cryptid. Yeah, I never heard of this one. I hadn't either. <laughs> when you brought this up, when we were like scheduling this out with the cryptids i was like the what well i asked our listeners okay what cryptids did they want to hear about mm-hmm. now one listener gave us three of the ones that we already had already planned on covering <laughs> so i was like you're about to be real fucking happy yeah right and then somebody shot tonight's cryptid out and i was like huh never heard of that and Lo and behold, I turned on Travel Channel that night, and In Search of Monsters came on, and it was... No way. No way. That's literally... You know what I love when you find something that somebody suggests and you never heard of it before, and you're like, what is that? I know. I get excited about cryptids like that on a daily basis. Like, when you told me about it, I was like, it's a what? Mm. So, to no longer keep you all in the dark, tonight we're going to be covering the Ozark Howler. This one is pretty damn interesting. I'm excited. So, all right, boys and ghouls, let's get started. Boys and ghouls. The mysteries of the Ozarks are part of their charm. Folk tales of ghosts, monsters, witches, and strange creatures in the region date back hundreds of years. Unlike the well-known Arkansas wild man of the 19th century, and the Boggy Creek and White River Monsters of the 20th. The Ozark Howler mystery is complicated because eyewitnesses vary widely in their descriptions of what they've seen. The Ozark Howler, also known as the Ozark Black Howler, the Hoo-Hoo, the Nightshade Bear, and the Devil Cat. That's what I call Christian's vagina. The, the devil hoo-hoo. cat. No. <laughs> yeah, that one and the devil cat. I think this episode's on Christian's vagina. <laughs> the nightshade bear. Mystery solved. It depends on the day. The nightshade bear. Every day. <laughs> Every day. All the days ending in Y. There's like one thrown in there that it's not. At least I didn't call your vagina the Boggy Creek monster. I would fucking <coughs> lose the White River. Any of those would have been just terrible. Anyway, the devil cat is a legendary creature that is purported to live in remote areas 
in Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. It is typically described as being bear-sized with a thick body, stocky legs, black shaggy hair, glowing red eyes, and prominent horns. That sounds familiar. To, me on a, me on a to what? Day. Didn't we cover a cryptid at one point that had like horns and glowing eyes? No. No. Not not yet. Oh. Maybe we just talked about it then. Well, the beast of Bray Road had glowing eyes. But it didn't have horns? It didn't have horns. Oh. It's a werewolf. Oh. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs> don't, don't mind me. The howl, as you might expect, is the hallmark of the Ozark Howler. Who would have thought? I know, right? <laughs> Not me. Its sound has been described as, quote, very deep and guttural, as well as high-pitched howl, sounding like a combination of a wolf's howl, an elk's bugle, and a laugh of a hyena. Are so, you sure we're not talking about Christian? Yeah, I was literally like, <laughs> as I was reading that description, I was like, are you trying to fuck with me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to start calling you the Ozark Howler. <laughs> you need to get the fuck out. GTFO right now. GTFO. I guess GTFO. I'm sleeping on the futon tonight, boys yes, and girls. <laughs> Others have said that it's, quote, the most unearthly scream, sounding like a woman's screams and the unhinged laughter of a madman all at once. Mad woman. Yeah, right? Yeah, you, this is not... Did you, you, like, did, well you for just, you. did you just, like, transfer me into a cryptid? We made you into a cryptid. Oh, my Christian. gosh. He yeah. made this all... Whoever the listener is that subscribed this is... Obviously, listened and <laughs> messaged Eric separately. And was he like, knows you. Make sure that you turn Christian into a cryptid. That's exactly what they did. I'd be okay with that. I'm not going to fight it. Oh, shut the fuck up, <laughs> devil cat. Let's get back on this. <laughs> Those who have heard the screams pierce the night never forget the chill that ran up their spine and the feeling of dread that washed over them. The origins of the Ozark Howler legend aren't very clear. Some sources claim that there have been sightings as far back as the 1800s. In the 1950s, there was a supposed sighting where a black goat-like creature was described as being the Ozark Howler, despite not matching the current common descriptions at all. How do you confuse a goat for a gigantic bear with a cat's head? Distance? That's all I can think of. Well, if you're close up, I mean, if you're far away, it's not going to look like a goat. No. A goat's going to be smaller. I think they're yeah. talking about the horns. Oh. All they saw was horns, and they're like, that's Ozark Howler. That's a goat. There you go. That's a goat. The idea that the Ozark Howler is a cat-like creature supposedly originates from a sighting in the early 1980s when a truck driver who had pulled off the road for the night described seeing a black cat-like creature that had long that had a long tail, shaggy fur, a stocky build, a beard, and red eyes. Get a beard, y'all. Well, it's not you. Sorry. I'm okay with it. <laughs> 
There has been speculation that the Ozark Howler might merely be a misidentified big cat. The Arkansas Fish and Game Department does not recognize its existence as a previously unknown animal because no one has ever caught one or recovered a body. Which is really what you, the main argument for Sasquatch is, or Chupacabras, is nobody's ever really drug, like brought a body in. And they're not immortal. No. They can't be. Unless they're from like another plane of existence that sneak over to our plane. But then you're getting to the like mes- metaphysical yeah, bullshit. That's a little much for me. Between 2005 and 2010, the Howler was spotted several times. A family living north of Van Buren in the Boston Mountains of Crawford County set out trail cams after spotting what they believed to be was a cougar. The images they supplied to a Fort Smith television station appeared to show a big cat similar to a cougar. It's like a mountain lion. The- I thought it was a 40-year-old <laughs> single woman. the problem is that wildlife officials maintain there is not a breeding population of cougars left in arkansas i'm sorry shut up did the cougars hit menopause (laughs) that's exactly what happened they're not a breeding population but they're still out there yep they're still trying to put themselves out there they're trying to find a young cub to spend all that divorcee money on. Oh my gosh. One can only hope. They do concede that it is possible there might be individual big cats living in the mountains, pointing out they were likely were once held as pets, but escaped or were turned loose by their owners. Somebody called Joe Exotic. No, I'm not called Joe Exotic. <laughs> He's still in jail anyway. Uh, They'll parole him soon for a third season. There is going to be a a second season. Yeah. Maybe he needs to go hunt the Ozark. Dude, I would pay money every year to fund. Joe the Cryptid Hunter? Yeah, if Joe Exotic (gasps) became a cryptid hunter. That would be so good. Like, Travel Channel, I swear to God, if you steal this idea from me, I will fucking sue you. Well, you you. got it on tape, so you can. I want Joe Exotic. Get those residuals. Yeah, I want Joe Exotic to be like the white trash methed out Zach Bagans for cryptids. Oh my god, that'd be so good. Don't you disgrace Zach Bagans like that. Uh, he disgraced Halloween Wars. I'm done with him. I didn't see that. Oh, uh, it's terrible. I went to Twitter about it today. I love him anyway. That's Bay. Mm. At roughly the same time as the crawford county sightings similar reports originated from across the border in eastern oklahoma those sightings revolved around large dark cats seen moving through the mountains other reports from near dardanelle in the arkansas river valley described strange sounds in the night similar to the laugh or bark of a hyena from higher elevations Witnesses reported seeing what they described as a large, stocky cat. Another theory on the identity of the Ozark Howler links it to the extinct saber-toothed cats. The idea here being that it may be a modern descendant of these animals. It's like a Lazarus effect, like when they think a extinct animal mm-hmm. uh, is gone and it's just shows back up in the fossil record like 
which is the last what one. What up, Tas- bitches? I'm back. Yeah, like the Tasmanian devil was one of them. They thought they were extinct, and they're they're still out there. Aren't they like adorable and furry? No, I believe they're like monsters, just murderous rage dogs. Well, I know, but like, aren't they like kind of cute? They're and furry cute. in like they're a chihuahua super, kind of way. They're super cute. What are you talking about? They're cute and furry. And my toddler's adorable, and she's a demon. There you go. It's pretty on brand. You're not gonna have a couch. That's for damn sure. I'm not gonna have a couch. Not with a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> there are more recent theories in the lore and legend of this beast. That are based in the supernatural and portray the Howler as a shape-shifting witch. All right. Dude. Now we're getting into the mm-hmm. the paranormal aspect. This is aspect. my favorite part about this. <laughs> I was like... <gasps> and it's, you know, it, it's going to get real interesting here in a second. Once yeah. you had shape-shifting witches. Some tales will tell of a power passed on from generation to generation by blood. A shape-shifting power believed to have been brought to the Ozarks by Gerald Gardner, an anthropologist, archaeologist, and Wiccan. That's quite the trifecta. Good resume. Right? Gardner is credited as the father of modern Wicca and even established the tradition of Gardnerian Wicca. Did I say that right? Gardnerian Wicca? Yeah. Cool. We're good. Didn't even have to read that. And if you didn't, they'll come for you in the comments. You know what? It's fine. Y'all gotta let me where I'm at, all right? It's fine. His faith was developed by borrowing from Freemasonry, ceremonial magic, and the writings of Aleister Crowley. Now, I'm going to put a pin in that name. Put a pin in that name because he's going to come up later on. But uh, Aleister Crowley, really interesting fella. That's a name from Supernatural. Oh, God damn it. Ugh. I didn't even think about that. I think, I thought I'm about pretty the, sure it's Crowley. I thought about the fucking Ozzy Osbourne song, Mr. Crowley. That's literally what <laughs> I thought of. There's been an Ozzy Osbourne song, too. And he was the name of the devil uh, in Good Omens hmm. on Amazon. Very good show. He spent decades abroad practicing and honing his craft. And in the early 1900s, he even found his way to America. More specifically, the Midwest. It is believed that Gardner established a coven of witches in the Ozarks and that they remain there to this day. This coven acts as a scale, a weight and counterbalance. In the form of large quadpedal beasts, they roam the Ozark Mountains bringing balance and harmony. They're called the Coven of Howlers. Well, there you go. Yep. Guess we know what it is now. A bunch of women screaming at each other. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna step on that landmine. <laughs> not today, Satan. Not today. Thank you, Sam, for throwing that out there. You're so welcome. You fucking softball threw it. Nope. Nope. I'm and he gonna, was like, I'm not touching that. Nope. Uh-uh. I already nope. got two. Uh, one evil look at me tonight. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> 
A slightly different narrative tells of a woman whose husband and children died during one exceptionally bad winter. She alone survived, but she had to kill and eat the only livestock she owned to do so. When the thaw came, weary and malnourished, she made the trek across the mountain pass to the nearest neighbor's home. She begged for help in burying the remains of her family and perhaps some rations to see her through until she was able to get back on her feet. The gentleman whom she implored, this was dealing with his own tragedy, as his wife too had passed during the winter. So, filled with the same despair she was, he sent her away empty-handed, having not the time nor the heart to hear her pleas. Dejected and weak, she tottered away. She knew that she would not make it back home, and she didn't care. What did she have to go back to? This story is so fucking, like, sad, like, for an origin story. Yeah. Deep in the Ozark woods, she stumbled. She crawled in the melting snow for a while, but then stopped. She laid her head upon the snow and closed her eyes, eager to be reunited with her husband and children. It is said that she was visited by a large wolf and that it spoke to her. It told her that her life was now forfeit, but not finished. It told her that it had seen the tragedy and the treatment that she had endured and that it had a plan for her. A deal was struck then. The wolf granted the woman a new form and powers beyond that of any other creature. She was to be a reaper, a collector of souls. She turned then and made her way back to the farmer who had rejected her. The last thing that he saw were giant helical horns and flaming red eyes. And the last thing he heard was the horrendous cry of a broken woman of the Ozark Howler. What do you think she said to him? What was the last last thing she said? You didn't feed me! Probably should have given me something. Mm Mm-hmm. You never reject a hungry woman, man. Mm Mm-mm. I, once again, I'm not touching her. I'm just not. I'm See, not. Just like throwing it out nope. there. I'm lo- on point. Sam is lobbing grenades at my head, and, and I am just swatting them away before they and explode. And hoping he's gonna like fucking jump on it. Nope. Read the room, Eric. Read the room. Nope. <laughs> I'm swimming in the estrogen ocean right now, and I, I, I am not gonna drown here today. <laughs> More modern adaptations connect the Ozark Howler to the occult by way of Aleister Crowley. Oh, hell yeah. So we're taking the pen out of Aleister Crowley. We're going to talk about it now. Crowley was once known as the wickedest man in the world. He was a British occultist, a practitioner of the dark arts, and founder of his own order and religion. We will do a series on Aleister Crowley at some point. A whole series? Yeah. It's... There's a lot there. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's fucking crazy shit, man. Okay. Crowley did not spend much time in the States, but in the early 1900s, while in New York acting as a double agent for Britain, he traveled to the West Coast. En route, he visited the Ozark Mountains as it was and still is known for its deep magic and ley lines. Legend says that Crowley opened a multi-dimensional portal here 
and release the Keymaster and the Gatekeeper. What is this, fucking Ghostbusters? <laughs> yes. Like, I'm shocked there's not a 60-foot-tall Stay Puft Marshmallow Man running around <laughs> the Ozark Forest. Who you gonna call? Fucking not Aleister Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> there is no... There is no Dana, only Zool. There is no Dane. And that, through some combination of ritual magic, a bear or cougar, and some hanky-panky, he left behind the Ozark Howler. So Aleister Crowley was known for this. I will give this little tidbit of information. Um, Aleister Crowley was known for sex magic. So he would have these massive orgies. And he had his familiar, who was this guy who followed him around. Your Fuck. familiar can be a human? Yeah. It, it was, yeah. Think of him more like a, a assistant. Um, so hmm. this dude would fuck Aleister Crowley in the ass while Aleister Crowley was, like, chanting spells. And it's said that Aleister Crowley botched a ritual and caused World War II. Hmm. So, a little bit of a little bit of Alistair Crowley lore for you. Interesting. But yeah, Alistair Crowley would have his butt boy follow him around and like bang him. You know, you you you'd figure it would be the other way around. Nope. No, no because magic is practiced through the asshole. Interesting. Yep. Sex now magic. You, now you know. The more you're you planning know. on performing sex magic, make sure you do it to the asshole. You got no You want to make a voodoo doll? Got to get fucked in the butt. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. These more modern occult-based theories are fringe at best, but have gained considerable momentum. In the cryptozoological community, it has been suggested that the Ozark Howler is related to the Black Dog of Death from British folklore. Creatures often said to be associated with the hellhounds or the devil. Some sources have claimed that the first sightings of the creature originated with settlers from Ireland, Scotland, and England, who would have brought with the legend of the black dog of death with them. And over time, the legend evolved into its modern iteration. Others in the cryptozoological community believe the entirety of the Ozark Howler myth is a hoax. In his book, Cryptozoology, Science and Speculation, Chad Arment writes of how he and other cryptozoologists received emails with outrageous claims of a creature called the Ozark Howler. The messages were traced back to a university student. It was revealed that this student, after mocking how myths of the chupacabra had spread across the internet in the 1990s, made a bet that he could fool the cryptozoological community. This dude is basically just like looking for his 15 minutes of fame. Right. Total, total he piece totally of shit. He totally missed out on TikTok. Where's your 15 minutes? He did. Yeah, not even 15 minutes. 15 well, seconds. I mean, yeah, he, he just like made a bet with his dumbass college friends. Like, I bet I can make a cryptid and fucking catch on that he did. But the problem with that is the shit dates back further, like in lore than his than his bullshit. Shit. Yeah. So it was probably like subconscious that he was spreading that shit around. 
Another prominent cryptozoologist, Lauren Coleman, is very adamant about the Ozark Howler being a hoax, as he is the person who originally tracked down the originator of the emails he, Armin, and others received, eventually obtaining a full confession from the student of how the elaborate hoax, including creating multiple websites in an attempt to plant the idea that sightings went back far earlier than they actually did, was pulled off. However, claim sightings of the Ozark Howler appear to predate communications by the university student. There have been reports of a medium-sized black cats in the Ozarks since at least the 1950s, writes George Eberhardt in his book Mysterious Creatures, A Guide to Cryptozoology. Other sources date stories back to the 1800s. This is going to get really fucking cool here in a second. <laughs> it's believed that the first sighting of the Ozark Howler was by none other than Daniel Boone. Boone was a frontiersman whose adventures made him one of the first American folk heroes. He is known for his pioneering and the settlement that would one day become Kentucky. He lived most of his life there, helping the new settlements but he spent the last two decades of his life in Missouri. Though history and fiction seem to meld together, forming a hybrid truth of Boone's days and deeds, one thing that is not, nor cannot be considered fantasy, is his encounter with an Ozark Howler. Dude, the fact that Daniel Boone's tied into this is just, like, cool as shit to me. Yeah. Like, and... It's probably bullshit, but he did have a documented letter. Mm-hmm. With it. I mean, he he fucking did encounter something out there. It might yeah. might not be an Ozark Howler, but most of these stories are, hey, I saw something strange in the woods. Yeah. Don't look in the trees. Don't don't look in the trees. Great don't. podcast. It is such a good podcast. Did you listen to any? Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, it's really good. In 1810, just outside of what is now known as Cuba, Missouri, Boone had a run-in with a howler. He would have been 75 years old at the time and was in the middle of a hunting trip on Platte River. The most amazing thing about this encounter is that it is not second-hand. Boone himself wrote of his encounter while composing a letter to his sister-in-law. I leave you with an alarming story of a black creature I found and wounded on the Souter Creek. Black and swarthy, with horns on its scalp, ignorant of its name, I am told the sound it makes with a terrible howling in the night. Warnings of this for settlers should be passed along. Your humble servant, Daniel Boone. That spelling is atrocious. That was the actual... I know. But I was struggling for a second. That's how you... Well, you did it great. Thanks. Because the first time I tried to read it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Somebody's <laughs> dyslexic brain is like, what is yeah, this? What are all these letters? I mean, you nailed it. I was like, damn, Sam. Like, do you do you read Hillbilly? Well, I'm from the mountains in Virginia, so... Huh? I struggled <laughs> reading it. I'm from West Virginia, so... <laughs> but yeah, the fact that he wrote that firsthand and told that because the biggest thing with cryptids is people don't know don't want to be shunned they don't want to be ostracized because they had an encounter Mm -hmm. he's fucking writing about it willy-nilly 
Yeah. Like, I fucking saw a big old kitty cat out in them woods. Big old horns kitty cat. He had big old horns, and I fucking put one right between his eyes. But it didn't die. He did not say it died. He said he wounded it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Terrible howling. Owling in the night. Jesus. I can't. <laughs> Dude, all right. So for the listeners, the letter he wrote. Just I, post it. I on, will post it. Yeah. It is. It's hard. It's hard to fucking read. Y'all, it, then you'll know what I was dealing with trying to read that shit. Because I, I put it in the notes the exact way that he. Yeah, thanks. Just a mess. Just, just to fuck with Sam. But it didn't mess me no, up that it bad. Didn't. I, I don't think it messed you up at all. You, you did great. I was the the last little bit was the humble servant part got me. I was like the yeah. humble servant. What humble servant? Your omelet servant. Servant. Your omelet. <laughs> Your humble servant. Compl- he could spell his name. Yeah, at least he could spell his name. That's all it that matters. Five hundred points for that. Complicating matters further is the fact that the sightings of the Ozark Howler have been reported by people other than the alleged student hoaxer multiple times since the 1990s. Jason Offutt, in the book Chasing American Monsters, writes, quote, Many people have dismissed the Ozark Howler as a hoax, but Howler sightings stretch back to the early 1800s. So... Is the Ozark Howler a hoax? The answer to that question is a definite combination of yes and no. Some people have undoubtedly been involved in spreading false stories on a large scale. On the other hand, others have told stories of big cats in the Ozarks for many, many years. So what do you guys think? I think... There's definitely something in the woods, but at the same time, it can't be proven true or false. Well, the problem is the Ozark Haller is generally reported as a black cat, like a black big cat. How big do panthers get? Well, that's the that's what I was getting ready to say. The problem with the panther is it can't survive in the cold, the, the cold winters there. Um, is it seen in the winter though? Like, there's a big yeah. cat rescue that's in um, Oklahoma, and they have to like put them in. Because I looked at this after like you said it was a big black cat, and I was like, I wonder if it's like a panther or something. I did the same thing you did. I was like jaguar, uh-huh. panther. There's a big cat rescue that's in Oklahoma. They have to uh, like board them in the winter time, like hmm. an actual like putting them in a like box like they don't have them out for guests to see in the winter time yeah they because have to be they heated can, yeah because they cannot survive i mean as anybody that has watched jurassic park life always finds a way but when you're cold you're cold and you don't fucking live in that well, fucking atmosphere they, they hunted mountain lions or cougars to the to their extinction in the area but slowly and surely they started coming back mm-hmm. so there is a mountain lion population there but the problem they're is black. they're not black and they don't have horns. No. Now, one theory is that it could be a cat with a keratin uh, deformity that. where and which is mostly in humans. But uh, you can grow a horn. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a build up a keratin on your. It's just like horses where they grow like chestnuts, mm-hmm. like on their sides and mm-hmm. stuff. Or giraffes when they grow horns and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a build up. But it's the same thing like rams have, where it's just the keratin comes out and the, the horns. But the fact that a cat would have ram like horns is some wild shit. Yeah. But that hasn't, I mean, that's been kind of consistent in this, in the descriptions. It's always a big, big black cat mm-hmm. or a bear looking creature with a cat's head and horns. And it, it's described as being like, looking like a bear, but with a cat's head. So it could be a genetic throwback to, um, a Smilodon or a saber tooth tiger, but. I don't They didn't think, have horns either. No, they didn't, but they had the large fangs. Um I don't want to I don't believe that. The other one is it could be the a genetic throwback to the American lion, which is supposedly extinct for a long time too. But it it was bigger than the saber-toothed tiger. Did they have horns? No. None of them had horns, but it could be a mutation, a genetic mutation. I mean, it really turns into, is this a supernatural creature? Like a protector spirit? Mm -hmm. Or is it something else? We don't know. We just don't know. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying it's real either. There's definitely something out there. I want to believe. I want to, too. I want to, after watching the videos of, like, people talking about it, mm-hmm. I, and, I definitely think people saw something. Yeah, and we don't know if it's not killed people before, because people go missing in the Ozarks all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole documentary, The Missing 411, where it talks about all these different people that go missing out in the woods, and then, you know, never to be heard or seen from again. And they think it's a big park ranger cover up. I don't think I don't think it's a spiritual being. I think it's like something that if it is real, allegedly, it would be some kind of mutated big cat that is yeah. indigenous to like the Ozarks or some part in that area. I mean, it's such a big region that it's definitely believable that. I mean, for fuck's sake, if Sasquatch, if there's enough evidence. To support claims of Sasquatch, there's more than enough evidence to support claims of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Travel Channel did an episode on it where they actually had a guy who caught a photo of something that was like a cat that was massive. I want to see it. Yeah, we'll watch it one time. I'll show it to you. Is it on Discovery Plus? Yeah. Word. Yep. You just you type go. in Ozark Haller and you'll find it. But yeah, guys, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up for us. Um once again, we hope you're enjoying the season of the cryptid. Yeah, spooky season. I think the next episode we're going to do is the Jersey Devil. <gasps> I'm trying to contain my own howl right now. Her own Ozark howl. Yes. The Myrtle Howler. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to contain myself. This is my favorite cryptid. It really is. It's so a good cool. One. It is such a cool story. And I hope you guys come along the journey with us. Do it. Yeah, but Christian, drop them socials. Make sure you guys are following us on all the platforms, downloading the episodes. Please make sure you guys are liking our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 
Twitter. It's there, Sam. Just It's there. Just I know. Accept. Dude, accept. <laughs> um, make sure you guys are leaving any kind of reviews that you can. Um, it does help us out, and we really appreciate them. Uh, good, bad, whatever. It helps us improve. Mm-hmm. If there are any cryptids that we have not covered... That and you want to not on the about? schedule. We would love to hear about them. We always are trying to find ones that like ones that aren't normally known, like this one. So this season, I want to for the season of the cryptid, cryptids in the crypt. Yep. Um, I want to do North American cryptids. Yeah. Okay. So we're really focusing on. We're gonna have the heavy hitters in there, mm-hmm. of course. We will not be covering a Sasquatch. That deserves its own season. No, <laughs> its own it's, season. It's gonna do its. We're we might have a cousin of the Sasquatch appear. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. Um, we got something special planned for Sasquatch and Bigfoot. So, I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be cool. But yeah, um, download the episodes, review the show, and we will see you creeps next week. Stay creepy. Bye.